Sound the alarms, people. This is it. Uh, this is what you've been waiting for. This is what I've been waiting for. We, we've been waiting together. Dream Warriors, 31 Days of Dread, Day 31. We're doing Stranger Things Season 2. Hit that music. big time uh it's it's like five o'clock in the morning i just finished stranger things on netflix uh season two and yeah i was going to give you a little bit of a uh catch up because my uh catch up with intentions and what i thought was going to be cute and uh, i guess this is where me as programming material uh, i need to get a little bit better at uh, maybe a little bit more disciplined uh you know but still to be cognizant of what i'm doing to to just push and improve and and rinse and repeat uh yeah so day 31 of the 31 days of dread originally was going to be bunny the killer thing and i wanted to do another bunny themed movie uh to complement the bunny man massacre which was day one of the 31 days of dread and then, uh, yeah, I had full intention of watching that tonight and just ended up watching Stranger Things. But then Stranger Things just flat out uh, enraged me to the point of, um, yeah, I, I literally uh, minutes ago I finished watching Stranger Things season two. I had to sit down and like almost just do this brain dump uh, on my feelings about uh, what's happening with the show and uh, you know not 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 so much where it's going but where where it is uh but i wanted to give a shout out to <laughs> bunny the killer thing and it's available right now on amazon prime and maybe we'll we'll read the synopsis that's on amazon prime i'll, I'll at least give give the movie that uh in this hilarious action-packed horror comedy a group of <laughs> of Finnish and British people, oh Finnish, Finnish, not Finnish, Finnish. I can't even say that. Finnish and British people find themselves trapped in a cabin where they are viciously attacked by a mysterious half human, half rabbit creature. It is a home run. This this is maybe the greatest movie ever put onto film, celluloid, videotape, digital. I don't, okay, it's on Amazon Prime. I say we all go out and watch it and, and start up a tweet storm. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a gimmick movie and I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so I, I, uh, everything's around Stranger Things. Uh, I, I caught some of the initial reactions um, that were like I think the first six episodes. Uh, some YouTube, some YouTubers and reviewers were allowed to review um, and discuss uh, a week prior to the release, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, like cross the board adulation for this series, and uh, like everyone kind of just was like all, all, all about Stranger Things, all about this, and. I'm kind of lost. I, I, I'm really lost to the appeal 
of this show outside of the kids um, because the kids are done so well. Uh, not Winona Ryder, not the, not the teenagers, n nothing but the kids uh, at this point. It is a kid-driven show, and I just feel like if they got, you know, like if they handle the kids so well, and they know what moments are hit with the kids, they know what they're, they, they really have a, uh, like a clear intent of what they wanted to reveal with, with these, with the children, and kind of like their, their inner strife, like the things they're trying to figure out in life, and what they know, and what they don't know. So, I think if, if that's your position, and, and that's going to be like your strong card of the deck, you, um, you got to tone back the show, meaning they, they have to involve, like they have to encounter stranger things, not just this demonic dimension the upside down okay uh they, it needs to be a little bit more uh monster of the week um like low ball type horror uh nothing nothing world ending because what happens is and and i felt this at the end of season one is you know they they uh, they go through this experience together which is a part of the appeal of the kids, you know, like to to see them figure things out from a a, a child a child's perspective. Pre, uh, I guess they're pre, uh, they're just hitting puberty, right? They're pre puberty, pre pubescent. Am I saying that right? That's the word I'm looking for. And they really need to like have things to do that reveal them to be children trying to figure things out when it's world ending and we're dealing with transformative experiences it's a very hard sell it's a hard thing to um to get over if we use a wrestling term to get over at the end of season one after saving will from the upside down uh, be, when it's known to these characters that there is this other life, this other world, this um, being, you know, like, uh, you know, like at their doorstep uh, and, you know, like knowing of the portal and all these other things, how, like, how do you sit down and just play Dungeons and Dragons like 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 not like not not none of this occurred. I'm not even sure how Dungeons and Dragons would even fit like into a person's life if you've experienced what these kids went through in Stranger Things season one. Uh that was like a really bad sticking point. The the other uh the multiple sticking points with season one was I felt like Anything involving Eleven was completely uh, borrowed with no nuance. Uh, you know, Akira just hits it out of the park when it comes to, to that. I thought Chronicle hit it out of the park. Again, borrowed ideas from Akira, but but brought brought in like this other element. 
uh, more more strife, more pain when it comes to those characters in in uh, Chronicle. But yeah, and we we go into the show, and our focal character, like our kind of standout star, is Eleven, and like outside of her involvement with the kids again, right? Like, it's her involvement with the kids in season one that makes Eleven a drawable character. So, we there's that element, okay? Uh, there's everything with the Upside Down and the Demigorgon and this, you know, like, almost like invasion type, uh, you know, type of, like, narrative where they're being invaded, they're, you know, like, again, not deep enough, not hard enough, and then we have Eleven's backstory, which is the experiments, and, and, and evil father, evil doctor type thing, uh, Eleven's the one that opens up the portal, okay, and, you know, quite honest, I, I, I love, uh, I do not remember the finale of season one, uh, look, I, I openly admit this. I, I think I even might have crashed out during one or two of season one's episodes. Because, again, even then, I, I, the, the show wasn't engaging to me. The, the, the show wasn't, um, wasn't really appealing. And it's just funny because, like, you would just say, people, you, like, you excuse this and you excuse that. And, and like, you're not consistent on what... Like, my, some of that might be true. Like, I may not be 100% consistent, but it's it's difficult to be when uh, I like to have, like, a baseline. Because there's no, there's nothing for me to compare, like, binge-watching to. I, I don't, like, you know, I've seen the Marvel shows. Um, I think the only one of those I've really sat down and binge-watched, or well, actually, two, actually, um, Defenders and Daredevil Season 2. Everything else I, I let, I just let myself watch. And, you know, uh, the absorbing content in this manner uh, and understanding what goes behind producing content uh, like of this manner. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uncharted territory. It's, it's hard for me to get like a solid baseline. Okay. But at the same time, you know, we do have a level of hype. And I'm not saying like hype should ever interfere, because I've said this before, interfere in how you receive content. But at the same time, uh, you you do, uh, Mark and I went through this, you know, like you, you want Baby baby Driver to be the, the greatest thing ever. You want to be taken, uh, pun intended. You want, you want to be taken for a ride. Uh, so Stranger Things, you know, comes in with this heat. And it's like I'm telling you, they nail the era. Uh, I I just again like I'll say it, like I wish movies like X Men Apocalypse nailed the era as well as, as Stranger Things does. Uh, you know they get the rights for the music, uh, incredible soundtrack, the Olivia Newton John song at the end of the season, the uh, you know during the uh, snowball. It, like incredible, it, incredible stack of songs at the end of the show. Uh, the entire time, right? Like everyone knew that the show was going to have a hook at the end, that things were still there. 
as it did with, with season one, as this material welcomes, this, this material welcomes hooks, things not ending, things continuing. But even even at this time, the, uh, like the, it becomes a show about Will, uh, our, someone, our focal character. Uh, it becomes another, we have to say, Will thing. And there's nothing in it that we feel like he's in danger. We believe he's in danger. Um, I, I wish they had guts and killed him or took him into the... I, I kind of thought that was going to be the hook. I thought they were going to take find a way for him to get into the up, the upside down. And that, that was going to be our cliffhanger. Uh, I thought that was going to be great. Uh, at one time I was thinking it was going to be 11. So we're also introduced to 8... There is zero eight and there is zero eleven, or zero zero eight and zero zero eleven. So that kind of sets up this. Uh, there's potentially other, um, yeah, other characters in this universe that that have powers. Uh, I guess mark my words. They, uh, I'm sure, season three will have some of these characters, some of these experiments from the lab as villains. Um, because that's one, of the, that's one of the only directions the show can go in now. And, you know, are, are these villains going to align themselves with the Shadow King or the, the Shadow Lord? I don't know. So, and that was like another huge disappointment with this, where is the, the, the creature, the actual entity in this world that runs the Upside Down, that controls the Upside Down, you know, he, he was revealed in, in the poster, in the promotional material. Uh, they, they kept no, there was no secret about this. And not getting a full confrontation, not getting a full reveal, uh, definitely uh, sells the audience short. Uh, 100%, especially at the end when Eleven's confronting the uh, Shadow Demon or Shadow whatever. Uh, at this point, it doesn't matter. Uh, the Demigorgon does not make an appearance, and Demigorgon becomes Demi-Dogs, which is a, a kind of like a Halo reference. <laughs> In Halo 4, the Prometheans have the crawlers, and uh, which have guns in their mouths, and they're, uh, you know, at the time, they, they were tough to kill. Uh, as you level up and power up, they become easier to kill, but... Yeah, so it, very uh, reminiscent for me of Halo Four, uh, and and that's that's fine. So that was like another disappointment. The, the other disappointment was the the breaking of the rules of the of the boys club. You know, the lying rule. Uh, I thought that was unnecessary. Um, I think Dustin's revelation with his demi dog. You know, like, revelation or moment where the dog doesn't kill him. We all knew that was coming. Uh, like, the the rules of the Upside Down and the way how it dictates into crossing over, you know, the, the intentions were re revealed in a very Independence Day way where, you know, it's, it's an evil entity and it, it wants to kill us because it views us as inferior. So... There's nothing to look forward to on, on that. Um, like where I was kind of hoping some of it went, I thought I was hoping the last episode would have a full reveal of the Shadow Demon and the confrontation in our world, uh, re revealing 
the experiments of the lab and and outing the ab, the lab to everyone because you know based on the news story at the end some some of the stuff we heard the um yeah the um the the rest of the world still doesn't know what's happening in the lab so I thought they were going to change that they were just going to pivot and and just be different but no so again like we the the show is so good with the kids and it's it's horrible that it it has no mythology it has no lore to put these kids back in action uh that was the only thing they had to do i mean uh i, I hate to say it but one of the original thoughts for the show was that it was going to be anthology and it very well could have been a, a anthology run seasons with the kids and the town and the the middle school, the high school, and the teenagers, uh, just going through angst and dealing with this supernatural stuff. Because it's so funny because even at, at the end, when they're at the snowball dance, very similar to when the kids are playing Dungeons and Dragons, when when Will coughs up the little slug at the end of season one, we, we have to question, we, we do have to ask, like, we, we have to ask ourselves, um, yeah, <laughs> Like, how would they be doing this? Like, you, how could they be at a dance? Uh, like, just acting normal. Uh, just knowing, like, knowing what's, like, and, and how's anyone con convinced it's over? I mean, as an audience member, you're not convinced it's over. So how are the characters convinced? And it, it, it really is uh, trash storytelling. It's trash it's easy storytelling when it comes to anything with the lore of the upside down. Um, with what they do with the upside down, with uh, the, the way things are positioned moving forward, it's almost, it doesn't matter. It's in it's, it's of no consequence. Okay. And, you know, that's where the show breaks. Uh, it's a little bit of, of, the major issue with Stranger Things. So, we're like, where, where does the popularity come from? Where, where does the hype come from? It, it comes from people just wanting to to say they're part of something. Uh, a little bit of your your internet tribalism, and you know that fever spreading. Uh, look, I, I know a lot of people that watched Stranger Things. No one's really like flipping out about it. Like people I know, like the you know like the real audience. Yeah, they don't really know. <laughs> they all know about like what's where Stranger Things is taking what from and, 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 and this and that or what's what is paying homage to. Some of them don't even know don't even know what Dungeons and Dragons even is. Okay. So with all that being said, uh, a lot of these people just are still not engaged. The show doesn't capture them. The show doesn't wrap them up, nor should it. Because it's not that great. Uh, everyone loves the kids, and and the the kids are just so you excuse everything to get more of the kids, but yeah, you know, like the snowball and the moments that they had in the snowball were so much more real and authentic than anything else in the entire show. Uh, the number eight girl and her gang completely wasted. That's what they chose to open up the season with. Uh, completely wasted. Uh. Eleven going to Chicago, which was kind of cool. She went on her own little adventure, but even Eleven venturing off into Chicago, 
that was a of little consequence. The almost the entire last episode for this up until the dance, pretty much, or well, eleven eleven's uh showdown with the Shadow King in in that little pit thing or whatever, and you know, like which was all Pacific Rim, like just Pacific Rim it. You got the portal, just throw a nuke in there. Just do what they did in Pacific Rim. Uh, and, and close the gap. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Like, everything with Eleven on this season, they had no idea what to do with Eleven. No idea. You're, you're stained out, focal character. You're your character that kind of caught on. Um, you know, like, cool visuals and, and the... Uh, you know, the waffles and, and, and things like that. Called on, you, you managed to do nothing with Eleven. Bravo. Um, you know, like, I think Dustin was the staying out kid. The, the, the new girl, Max, complete waste. Complete waste. Uh, her coming a part of the group. Uh, um, I don't know. Meaning, uh, again, it's like watching Goonies 2. If, if if you watch if they ever made the Goonies too, let, let let's just say they did, and you introduce a new character to the gang, you would not buy it, and in, in no way would you buy it. Same as uh, if you go back to the Little Rascals, if if Schultz tried to introduce some someone new into the Peanuts when we became familiar with the Peanut Gang, okay. Uh, there's reasons why these things are not done because uh, it's delicate and you don't mess with it. Um, the, again, like Marvel Comics nailed it. They they nailed the formula in the 90s for the X-Men team, for the perfect X-Men team. You know, even like blue and gold, splitting the team up. And, you know, why haven't they um, recaptured that? You, you know, like you, you have to ask why... Hasn't Marvel been able to recapture, um, you know, X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue uh, in the 90s? Because they had a formula that was delicate and they they continuously played with it to the point where the X-Men franchise is just, oh my God, it's it's just, it's destroyed. It's, it's maybe the biggest fall from grace in, in comics when it comes to a franchise. But yeah, um... The, the girl Max don't buy into it. The teenagers and the Yanks and the uh, proposed love triangle. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, could have been could have been a little bit better. We have a conspiracy character, a uh, John. Um, <laughs> what's his name from Totoro? Right, John John Totoro from Transformers. We have his level character or Mel Gibson in the conspiracy theory. Boom. This is a good reference there. Uh, okay, so none of these other elements work. Yeah, so we even have Sean, Sean Astin's uh, death, uh, which was a, a good enough death, good enough thing. Uh, his, his character, complete uh, ex machina, uh, just knew how to do things at the right times. Uh, again, uh, I thought I was hoping they were going to build him into something else. Uh, I thought it was cool once he started to see what was really happening. But the, the character is being naive at a certain point, post-season one. Naive about anything and anything going on. It's a complete failure. 
of storytelling. It's it's a they went for low hanging fruit to try and redo season one in certain certain ways, and and I mean it's a victim of its own success. I don't really know. I don't really care. Uh, this whole season should have been knee deep in everything regarding the um, the upside down. It should have been a expose on the upside down, uh, setting up season three for uh, this bigger confrontation with the Shadow King or whatever the, the heck it's called. Better motivation, I'm sorry. Just wanting to conquer. Uh, it, it, when is that even? You know, that, that like never even happened in, in like history. Like uh, there's real motivation for uh, bloodshed in history when it comes to invasion. Okay, and you can, you can just rip that off. Um, but just doing platitude-driven uh, excuses. Uh, Dallas is uh, Dallas has come to get fed because he knows what time it is. All right, Dal. Yeah, we're let's. Uh, I'm very disappointed. Just saying, uh, transform. Uh, very disappointed in Stranger Things season two. Uh, it's uh, will not be recommending it. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine watching it once. Uh, you know, if I'm having someone over and they want to watch it, I'm fine with that. But yeah, so what we're going to do is just sign off. And I'm going to feed Dallas. And look, it's just about 6 o'clock in the morning. Jeez, uh, oh my God. I've already been talking for 26 minutes. But look, everyone, uh, thanks so much for following the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, thank you for being patient. You know, we've extended it past October. Uh, coming up for Dream Warriors. Let me get some coffee here. Coming up for Dream Warriors is I'm going to be doing a appendices for the 31 Days of Dread. We have a Thor, uh, a couple Thor sit-downs and conversations with Mark uh, that are going to be driven around the movie, what they borrowed from for the comics for Ragnarok, uh, and you know, like initial just reaction impressions of the flick. Uh, what else do we have coming up? We have a, I know the other Mark, we got two Marks. Uh, he, he wants to go on a movie, like do a movie night here and record. So I think we're going to do that one night, maybe this coming Saturday. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dream Warriors is just, it's going to march on. Uh, also, I've been working on like a Fall of Hollywood uh, series, and I, I think uh, Disney is poising to buy Fox right now, and that's another sign of, of the time. Uh, that's kind of bad news, in, in my opinion, but hey, um, you know, we're going through a phase of consolidation for survival, and we've seen this before in other businesses and industries. Uh, actually, it happened with comics in the, the mid-2000s. But, yeah, so let's let's sign off, everyone. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry to, to bash the show. I, um, I didn't want to do it. I was looking forward to digging it. But, everyone, have a, have a good day. Rock and roll. Dream Warriors is going to get back to basics. And I, I don't know. I'm still building towards a, th- uh, a Christmas run. I, I might do a couple Thanksgiving uh, movies that, that we'll add in there. Uh, maybe I'll do like uh, 10 days of Thanksgiving or something. 
because uh, I don't know if there's, I got it's still research. I got, I got to make a list of um, Thanksgiving movies. So I don't know how many I can have in at the end of November. But yeah, uh, have a good day. Signing off. Let's hit that exit music. <laughs>